Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Today on The Sound, we're joined by local artist Tran Schaub as he presents a few singles from his roster of music. Despite his unique music that can catch anyone's ear, these songs have yet to be found anywhere else. Our audience at KQAL will be the first to hear these songs right here at 89.5 KQAL. Join us as we hear from a local artist and be the first to hear Tran Schaub on The Sound. Times if I told you so, you might not have the heart to believe
And that was Congruous, one of the four songs we have by local artist Tran Schwab, <laughs> who's here with us in the studio. How are you doing today, Tran? Good. Thanks for having me in. All right. Well, I guess my first question would be, how did you start out in music? Uh, my father was a guitar player, and I have an early memory of going to Dave's guitar shop with him, and he bought a guitar that day, and I remember picking out a particular guitar strap for him. And um, so first time I played uh, an instrument was probably six or seven years old, but I, I didn't really start practicing um, regularly until I was probably 10. And I, I, I picked up my well, first guitar and then drums and then bass guitar. So um, those three instruments are my strongest instruments. But then I I learned uh, trombone and tuba in middle school and high school and played a little bit in college as well. All right, so you've been doing it pretty much your whole life. Yeah, a good part of it, yeah. What would you say inspires you to continue pursuing music? What is it about music that really gets to you? Hmm. Um, well, it's it's just so um, transformative. It's somebody else. These are somebody else's words, but they said that it's the it's the closest thing to to magic that they have in their life. That you know, it really moves them, and I I would agree. It just has a lot of power. Um, and you know, in churches, you'll hear hymns and and whatnot, and you can go all over the world and and hear different kinds of music and and from each culture and and reggae. You know, I mean, here in North right. America. Reggae has it. It's big here. You know, there's a local band, Tug in the Cross. It's it speaks to the, the power of it that you can hear it represented in other cultures, and it recurs time and time again. So it's just it's really powerful. I think. Well, a little uh, deeper on that, and and you're right. You know, music has a huge impact all over the world. It's, it's uh, some people say it's the one thing that all cultures have that's the same. We all produce our own music. Um, I assume you're. I mean, you're interested in music, so you're probably interested in a lot of artists. Are there any artists that you say really, that you, that you take inspiration from? Some that are like, yeah, I would love to be like that person. Hmm. Yeah. I've changed, my, my preferences have changed a lot over time, and I think that keeps things interesting. And, you know, more power to you if you can absorb and listen to different kinds of genres all the time. It, it, um, it's, it's good to, to have those exposures. I think a lot of the older stuff from perhaps the 70s, um, for example, there's one band, America, which a lot of people have heard of. Um, mostly older folks are probably more familiar with them, but there's one song, uh, Ventura Highway, which is a great song. If, if you haven't heard it, you should go listen to it. Um, something about their music is, I think it's reflective of the time in the United States, at least, that must have been a great time to be alive. A lot of the music was came right right after the civil rights movement, and yeah, I, I think America. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's and now in the modern day, um, with with the advent of electronic stuff, people people who are crossing crossing genres and making something new out of you know recognizable artifacts from previous stuff. So I, I'm really drawing blanks on uh, new artists' names here now, but. People who are pushing boundaries. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because when I was listening to these four songs, they seemed really different from one another. <laughs> and it was, and I could, it was, I could tell there was like you were taking inspiration from different places with how you how you uh, portrayed it. Because this first song we listened to, "Congruence," "Congruous," excuse me, is really different compared to the rest of the songs we have on your roster. And our audience will get to hear that. Yeah. But, it, sorry. To cut oh you no. Off. Go ahead. Go ahead. It definitely. I I love. 
I love to experiment. And and, and in the past, like I said, guitar, bass, and drums, those are my strongest instruments. And you can do a lot of things with those instruments. Lots of people have, and we've proven those facts. Um, But I got bored with them eventually, and I thought I would like to make something more electronic, you know, uh, more modern. And that's kind of where that one came from. And the idea of that song, The Congruous, was is kind of, uh, it was escapism. You know, I like to, I make music partly to escape because it's, it's, it's a, a great distraction, perhaps when I should be doing other things. <laughs> um, and, and that song, Congruous, it, someday I, maybe I'll do some vocals for it, but um, trying to imagine a place that's a utopia you know, um, always green and always good where everything makes sense, which that's, that's not exactly the world we live in sometimes, but that's part of the idea behind the song. Yeah. You answered a lot of questions of mine when I listened to that. Cause the first thing I noticed was there were no vocals. I mean, there was one vocal part, but it was under all the instruments. Yeah. And, and it really jumped out at me because my first question is, okay, why are there no vocals? What are you trying to share? And you just, you just answer that for me. And um, I, I should I should uh, mention that uh, Nathan Graff he lives in Minneapolis he added um, some synth some of the synth parts and he's the one who added the the ah sounds the 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 vocal sounds there so right um, shout out to him because he's a great musician and he he does lots of uh, EDM and um, stuff like that that so I it was I met him through a, another event and he uh, he added a, a cool twist to it. You know, that just answered another question of mine because that, that would have been my next thought. You know, who is Nathan Graff? Because uh, he's listed as featured in this uh, song. Would you consider doing more work with him? Yeah, I know he's, uh, I think he's a new f- new father recently, at least in the last two years. I just met him and that would have been in 20, well, maybe it was 2020 already. Yeah, I think it was 2020. And um, I would totally do more work with him. I know he's busy and he's... Um, He's gigging his own original stuff at festivals and whatnot. I would totally like to work with him again. I think he's he's pretty brilliant musically. All right. Well, I guess uh, we can go from the congruence of your first song to the next song, which is Full of Radio. This is Full of Radio, a song by the local artist Train Schwab, who's here with us in the studio.
I need a lawyer and a tax ID Just to have the right to sing them They are hard times if I told you so You might not have the heart to believe it Someone else you with Someone who holds a lock and key That's what I have heard tell You need someone else you with Yeah, a head full of radio And a handful of jingles You need someone else you with And that was Full of Radio, one of the songs written by local artist Tran Schaub, who's here with us in the studio. How are you doing today, Tran? Good. Thanks, Giovanni. My first question after listening to this is, how does it feel to be on the radio? Uh, <laughs> it, great. It feels good. I mean, when listening to this song, the, uh, it seems to like tell a story of like your struggles or like try, uh, your struggles in trying to get like performing or out there and get into the ears of people. Uh, do you want to talk about your experience with that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, and the song, and you, when you say uh, my struggles with it, and, and in a way, yes, um, and it's also, but it's a common thing. It's struggles of a lot of musicians try, trying to um, share their music. You can put anything online these days, but there's, there's, um, everybody's trying to be heard these days, um, frankly. And um, the song was partially motivated by a conversation I had with a fellow when I was in uh, Washington State in 2021, I was doing a, a, a long journey on a bike. So I had a, a tent and I lived off of a bike for about six or seven weeks. And we were at uh, a campground there and I was, I was, I just set up my, my camp and I was eating my, my noodles and lentils and stuff. And I heard through the air, I heard a guitar uh, and it was very good. And I was like, oh man, that sounds great. What is that? And I thought it was, you know, somebody playing music out of a speaker. And then I heard the finger talk of, of the actual guitar. And I it was the, the folks next to me. So I walked over to them, started chatting with these random folks. And um, they were from California. The, the, the fellow's name was Trevor Jolly. And actually, he um, he 
does sound for for film and one of the biggest films that he worked on was um et so he was the one who did the soundtrack for that movie wow yeah so it, it was yeah a bit of serendipity anyway so we were talking about music and i was um and him living in california and working in the industry um and i played we, we swap swap songs and stuff we swap songs and stuff with the guitar and he was saying well i can tell this is a part of your life you know um and yada 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 he said well you need you need an agent you know that's what you need if you actually want to make it in terms of if you want to perform for for an income um and and so yeah the song is definitely about the shared the shared struggle of people who have the goal of trying to make an income as a performer um and and it's especially these days that the bar is getting raised higher and higher um, with with digital recording it, studios in Nashville and wherever else you know they're very very good perfection is vocals when anything you hear on the radio you know they're very well done um, so to try to get there to that point is you need help hmm. and you need to learn a lot um, so that's definitely it's definitely part of that that's kind of the story of the song is I was thinking about that kicking those ideas around in my head and eventually I came to this song you know, and, and I want to dive into that because we just listened to Congruence. We listened to Full of Radio, right? Two very different songs. Uh, and you mentioned how Congruence was about this, like, ideal world that you see. Um, and you went into a little bit of detail about that ideal world. But I want to ask, how do you get to your music? Because my question is, do you have the melodies first? Do you have the lyrics first? Because when you listen to Full of Music, or I'm sorry, Full of Radio, you talk about how it came from a conversation you had, which makes me think, okay, the lyrics probably came first. But then you hear Congruence the melody and the and the underlying of the lyrics is there and you say you may make lyrics for lyrics for it later so so what is your process in making music yeah uh, thanks for asking that it's different for every song at least um so some of them are more creative and um dynamic in the sense that i don't have any vision at all when i start so the congruous song actually um, it started out with just the bass, and when I was creating it, you know, it's kind of like one way I see it is uh, like if you're doing an ice sculpture, but it's melting as you make it, so you have to keep reforming it, and and then you you might have one idea that you thought was good, but then you end up taking it out because you thought of something else better, and then you keep adding things or changing things, and um, eventually um, it comes into a semblance of a song. And so it's uh, it's dynamic. And then a song like Fuller Radio, um, I had the lyrics first, and then I had the chords for the guitar. And then um, the drums were added, the drums and the bass were added afterwards. And actually, um, Fuller Radio, the, the harmonica in that song was recorded. That was through Fiverr, um, the, the service, the freelance service. Really? Yeah, so the, the harmonica was played by a, a man from Venezuela. Huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. So essentially what, what I guess to describe your, your song-making process, it's uh, you see something, you want to make something out of it, but it's almost as if you're fighting against the clock or fighting against like when it can't be something formed anymore. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like wearing a pair of goggles, you know, that might sort of influence things um, and, and seeing things through different lenses all the time, you know, and I'm, I, I want things to be perfect. You know, I'm, I I work hard to 
to make things as I think they should be. But um, when it comes to recording, it, it can't always be exactly the way you hear it in your head. You know, the end result is going to be close, but it might be influenced by other steps on the way. Right, right. And it's interesting how you say you like to shoot for, uh, you want to shoot for perfection because you just mentioned Nashville and recording studios today and how they shoot for perfection. Uh, and this leads to another question. Now that you have your song, how do you go about recording it? Um, I did it with um, that song full of radio was recorded with a large diaphragm condenser in a bedroom um, with a blanket for sound protection. Um, and uh, a lot of care taken to uh, reduce unwanted noise, you know. Uh, so kind of meticulously at times. So it was, uh, yeah, just a guy in a bedroom with, with some ideas. And, and then, of course, the software, the drums were, that's a loop that was uh, in the Apple Loops library. So um, I, and I tweaked it, of course, you know, cut it and paste it and EQ and different stuff. So you, you uh, that's incredible to think about because normally when you hear uh, artists that come by, they'll say like, okay, I went to this studio or the studio up in Minneapolis, but you yourself said, I did the whole thing in my bedroom. Yeah. That is dedication. And especially for the product that you have, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, okay, this is, you know, great music. It sounds like something that you would get at a, at a recording studio, right? So I'm blown away when you tell me I made all this in my bedroom with a, with a blanket over my head. It just... That's incredible. <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it uh, feels uh, good to hear, you know, so, you know, other, to other people's ears that it sounds professional and I see holes in it just because I, um, I, you know, when you make something yourself, you know where the faults are, at least where you think the faults are. And um, people with fresh ears, they might hear it and they don't hear it. They don't hear the faults. They hear the, they see the whole picture at least. Right. And, and that leads to uh, one more question I have. We have four singles here by you. Have you considered making an album? Is that a process you want to do? If not, you know, uh, do you prefer singles over albums or? Yeah, um, I would love to do a, a full album. And I'm, I have a bunch of other stuff in the works right now, as well as uh, other songs that I didn't send to you. Um, my main constraint is um, time and money, really. Um, I would love to be able to work in a proper studio at least in a space with proper sound treatment and perhaps pull in some session players um it's it's time consuming though and that's the that's the big thing is that it's uh it's one thing to write the song it's another thing to record it it's another thing to mix it it's another thing to master it it's another thing to distribute it so all of those things um to to do them yourself these days to people who do it you know kudos to them because it's it's a it's a lot of work and right right well why don't we uh, get into your next song so this is when i look back one of the singles sent to us by tran shab here at 89.5 kqal Behind, Ooh, and 
was one you might find The journey of a lifetime Or maybe a broken man Lolly was a simple man Living out his final days He didn't have much but what he had He wasn't afraid to give Hadn't seen his lover or his daughters He said for more than 20 years These are the things I remember When I look back Well, I was heading westward, blazing my own path. Fireflowers blooming, and all I had was time. The winters they are long here. Said, but this here place is mine I planted these trees with my own hands So this here's where I'll stay When I look back Well, Lonnie was a simple man Living out his final days He didn't have much but what he had He wasn't afraid to give Hadn't seen his lover or his daughters, he said, for more than 20 years. These are the things I remember when I look back. And that was When I Look Back, one of the singles sent to us by Tran Schaub, who's here with us in the studio. How are you doing today, Tran? Trend. Great again, thanks, Giovanni. Uh, so this this song really jumped out at me because there's a lot of questions I got after listening to it. Uh, the first one was, uh, now I'm not entirely sure if I'm hearing the name correctly. It says uh, a man named is his name Lonnie. Yeah, yeah. Who was Lonnie? So, um, uh, like I said earlier, I was I did this this trip um, mm-hmm. on a bike. It was 1,500 miles pedaling. And so I, I was camping and I was staying with different hosts. Um, and one of the guys, it was, this was in the, on the Olympic Peninsula. And um, I showed up there and this, this, this person was, um, how do I say this? He, he didn't have, a, he, he lived alone and he, he basically left his, fa- or his family left him because he, he was kind of uh, in a way, I don't want to say a sloth, but he just lived really, really simply. He d- he had running water, but he didn't have a septic system. He he had a little bit of land, and there were like a couple people with houses on it, so they'd they'd pay him rent and stuff. He didn't have a regular job, you know. He just had bare minimum expenses, and he was what so humble life. Yeah, yeah, very. And I was my experience was I was twenty twenty five, and I was you know having this grand adventure, and I was you know pretty ecstatic. And I rolled up and saw this guy who was kind of nearing. He must have been sixty or. I don't know, 60 or 70 years old. And just to see the depth of his experience. Um, and I, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I pitched a tent outside on his property and stuff. And it was, I don't know, it just really struck me because he was telling me about his, his family and how he hadn't seen his daughters or his wife in like 20 years. 
and and actually the there was a guitar in this old trailer that he had so this guitar must not have been played in in a few years because i picked it up and it was just terribly out of tune and um did not play well so i played played this guitar and the the opening guitar part of this song was played there at, at first on that guitar that was just sitting in this 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 random trailer that had seen uh, far better days <laughs> and and then i forgot about it and came back to the lick eventually um i recorded it with my cell phone when i was there at the time so it was kind of a a, a song born out of a, a real experience so of course this does uh beg a question then when it says when i look back is it you looking back or is it lonnie because i can hear both in this song like he's looking back on his life and you're looking back on this experience and i guess if it is you looking back when you are looking back how does that what are you looking back on what are you taking with you um well good question that just something that you know it was really a memorable point for me because i was at a high point um i i was traveling by bike like i said and i was just i was pretty unattached to real life and uh i met this fellow who was kind of in in his own way unattached to to real life um and it was it just really was memorable to me because it was kind of um speaking to the depth of experiences that we can have uh, me as somebody growing up in rural Wisconsin versus this fella over in the Pacific Northwest. And I don't know if, if he was happy with what he was doing to some extent, I'm sure he was, but yeah, it's, it, it's definitely somebody I met who I, I won't ever forget because he was very kind and he was willing to share, you know, what he, what he did have. And he, he had hosted actually, uh, he had a map with pins from, I don't know, 40 or 50 different countries from people who he had hosted through the years. So he was just a, he was a very uh, quirky guy who made an impact on me at the time. You know, I, I got to say, hearing these stories for a lot of these songs provides a whole new reflection on them that really, really like, I appreciated them at the time because they're wonderfully constructed songs and they're, they're, they're great to listen to. But then getting these stories, I got to say, it has a really like deep emotional impact for some of these especially uh and i i gotta say there's like so many different emotions in each of these songs that it really it really makes me excited for what you have next so it, that comes to my final question here what's in the future for you what can people expect from you in the whether it be the coming months days years where do you see yourself well those are great questions um I can say for sure I've got um, music that I'm working on and I'm always kicking ideas around and always looking to work with other people who have passion for music and, and, and are creative people themselves. So um, my, you know, I've, I played in some bands Then we, we did um, gigs and bars and, you know, the common, common fair kind of stuff um, around the area. And, um, I've kind of moved away from that in one sense, just because it was, uh, I wanted to focus more creatively on other stuff and I just want to take, see how far music can take me. You know, I've met a lot of great people just purely because of music. And, um, I don't think I can step away from it, even if I wanted to, um, I'm just kind of sick with it in a way. It's, uh, it's always been a constant in my life. 
music and um, yeah, I went to college and, you know, focused on other things for a time. Um, and now I've been blessed to have the free time and, and people who are supportive of my, my creative endeavors too, you know. Um, so I, my main goal is just to see how far it takes me, um, keep creating and um, keep releasing. I do need to get better at, um, with an online presence, I actually don't have much. Um, I just kind of attribute that to, I like to create more than I like to distribute, frankly. <laughs> um, so I just, I'm going to take it as long as, keep doing as long as I can. All right, well this will uh, give me to two more questions. One, there are a few other individuals out there who are really starting out, right? Who have their career in music, or they have music, the same appreciation for music that you have, right? But they're just starting out. And here you are, someone who is about in the same area they are, where there's not a lot of presence, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, reaching out there, but you're just creating something because you have a passion for it. What advice would you give to them? I would say that you should remain open to new knowledge and um, other people who you can learn from, and that the knowledge, the passion is one thing, but um, if your goal is to actually, you know, record and um, put a whole song together, you, it's going to take 20 bad songs before you get a good song. Because, and every, all, all kinds of people have this thing where you, know, you got to get, you, you got to go through a lot of dirt to find the gold, you know. Um, so to just not, to, to not give up. Um, but also one needs to, to know when an idea is not a good idea, um, just to, to kind of know like whether or not your investment in this particular song or idea at the time, is it, does it actually have real value? Um, you know, it's because the passion, it can carry you through, but um, to remain open and keep trying to create and, and understanding that you're gonna make a lot of bad stuff before you make good stuff um, is definitely part of the experience all right and finally where can our listeners find you oh honestly i don't have a spotify set up i don't have a band camp set up i i am going to do that um as of right now uh, if somebody wanted to contact me i do have uh, uh, an email set up it's shab sound matters at gmail.com that's s-c-h-a-u-b Sound Matters, S-O-U-N-D-M-A-T-T-E-R-S. That's at gmail.com um, if you want to connect with me. Or you could reach me on Facebook as well. My name's spelled T-R-A-J-A-N. Last name is Schaub, S-C-H-A-U-B. Um, be glad to talk with you there if you have any questions or you wanted to collaborate or something like that. All right. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us here on The Sound. Thank you for asking me. and it was, It's a great pleasure. Coming up, we're going to have one more song from Tran. This is Easier Than Now, here at 89.5 KQAL.
day, another dime, another dollar short Seems it's the way that many spend their lives But you know they pay with a little more than health and wealth They pay with time, think it's fine while they wait For something easier than now Waiting for something Thanks again to Trans Shab for joining us on this episode of The Sound. To hear more trans music, tune in to 89.5 KQAL. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune in to The Sound, Wednesday nights at 6, right here at 89.5 KQAL. I'm Giovanni Bermudez. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.